How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hello, friends. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about the five huge mistakes uh, that pretty much every entrepreneur makes. And even after I talk to you about them, you're still probably going to make them. So uh, for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've got any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the best-selling book, Shit You Don't Learn in College, also on Amazon, available now. Uh, let's go ahead and get on with this episode. So entrepreneurship. Oh, everybody sees it as this great, amazing lifestyle, sipping Mai Tais on the beach, time and financial freedom, living the life, doing what you want, traveling the world, whatever, all of that sort of stuff. Now, we all know that that's just not true. We all know that entrepreneurship is tough, right? Everyone tells us it's hard. Everyone tells us that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Yada, 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 right? But even after we get told all of these things, we still make some of the same mistakes. I've done it. Uh, I know hundreds of hyper-successful people, seven-figure earners, eight-figure earners, even billion-dollar business owners, who have made these mistakes and thousands of clients that we've worked with that we tell about these mistakes, and a lot of them still make these mistakes. You know, it's so funny. I kind of equate it to like, um, I kind of equate it to being like when I was six years old, right? And my mom told me like, don't touch that pan. It's really hot. And then the six-year-old me goes, well, but but how hot? Now, now I got to touch it. Now I got to see, right? I got to find out for myself, right? And it's like working with entrepreneurs is like sometimes working with six-year-old kids because you'll tell them not to do something and they'll go, well, but how bad will it be if I do that? Like what, what actually will happen? So I got to go, I got to go find out myself, which is pretty entertaining. Um, so, so I, I want to run through these five huge mistakes that uh, I think virtually every single entrepreneur makes at some point in their career. Um, now, we can avoid them, but most likely, even if I tell you these right now, you're still going to do some of these. Uh, and it's still going to affect you, and it's still going to cost you time, it's going to cost you money, it's going to cost you a lot of emotional stress and duress uh, if you do these things. So five huge mistakes that pretty much every single entrepreneur makes. Now, the first one, I can't emphasize this enough, uh, thinking you can do it on your own, right? Uh, and it's it's somewhere between a combination of thinking you can do it on your own or wanting to try and do it on your own. It's almost an egoic thing. Like I need to prove, I need to prove that I don't need help, right? Well, the truth is like, dude, just go get help, right? Tony, <laughs> Tony Robbins always says like, uh, success leaves clues, right? And I actually was interviewing one of my uh, good friends and mentors, Jack Canfield, a few months ago. And one of the things that he said, he said, I've never seen a successful coach who did it on their own. He's like, 
I, you know, taught, you know, Jack has sold half a billion books. His whole Chicken Soup for the Soul series sold half a billion books. So he sold more books than J.K. Rowling. He's almost, besides God and the Bible, he sold more books than anybody, right? And he's like, I learned everything that I knew from W. Clement Stone, my mentor, right? So, so many people think that they can do this thing on their own, but the truth is like, there, there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. There's no such thing as a self-made success. Everybody learns from other people. They get support from other people, right? So getting support, getting mentorship, getting the recipe, getting a Sherpa, right? It's one thing to get the recipe, like get the map from where you are to where you want to go, but also get a Sherpa to help you along the way so that like when you're walking this trail, trying to climb a mountain, like the Sherpa goes, whoa, don't eat those berries. Whoa, watch out for that ice. That ice will crumble and you'll fall 50 feet to your death, right? So don't try and do this alone. But at some point, every entrepreneur thinks, number one, they can do it alone because they need to prove to themselves that they don't need help. It's an egoic thing. Or number two, they're trying to avoid costs. They're afraid of spending money. They're afraid of investing in themselves, right? But the truth is, by not investing in yourself, you're actually going to lose the most important thing, which is time, right? So by, by trying to do it on your own, maybe you can get there, but it might take you significantly longer, five times longer, 10 times longer, 20 times longer, 100 times longer. But by spending a little bit of money, you can shortcut that process and save time, the one resource that you never get back. So the first mistake that I think every single entrepreneur makes at some point is uh, thinking they can do it on their own. Now, I, in my career, have always had some form of mentorship and mastermind um, aside from a, a basically a four month period where I was like, nah, I think we're good. We're just going to do it on our own for right now. Um, and during that four month period, like, it, it, like I, j everything just stagnated. I was like, I should probably go get mentorship. And I went and got mentorship. I was like, oh shit. Like, okay, there we go. Ta-da, everything fixed. Right. So just don't try and think that you can do it on your own. Number two, setting too short of a timeline, setting too short of a timeline. Now I, I can't tell you enough. If you're an entrepreneur, it will always be harder than you expect. Even, even as I'm telling you this, I'm telling you it's going to be harder. It will still be harder. It will always take longer than you expect. You will always have more obstacles than you expect, right? I think one of my favorite sayings, uh, one of my mentors, Craig Ballantyne, told me this recently. He said, man plans, God laughs, right? We all, we all plan what, how long it's going to take and this and that. And like we set this expectation like, yeah, it'll, it'll be tough, but I'll get through it. And then it's like three times tougher and like, shit, I want to quit. Right, you plan and God laughs at your plans. Right, we all set too short of timelines, too too uh, uh, low of expectations of what it's going to take, the effort it's going to take, the the time it's going to take, the endurance it's going to take, the consistency it's going to take, and because of that, that's why most people quit. Most people quit because the journey did not meet their expectation. Well, if you thought that you were going to get there in six months and twelve months later you're still not there, well, then you quit. Right because the journey did not meet your expectations. So expectations, setting expectations that sometimes don't get met. Now it's important for, for us to set goals, but also understand you can't be so attached to those goals that when you don't hit them, you give up, right? Uh, which kind of brings us to our next one, which is number three, that as entrepreneurs, we almost always expect it to work the first time. I'm different. I'm different. This is gonna be different for me. Well, here's the truth. Entrepreneurship always follows the hero's journey. It always follows the hero's journey. I have interviewed hundreds of entrepreneurs. I've interviewed, interviewed hundreds. And entrepreneurship truly always, always follows the hero's journey. We always start excited. We dip down. We realize it's a lot more complicated, a lot more complex, and a lot harder than we want. Then we go into the pit of despair, the darkness, the depression, the wanting to quit, the wanting to give up. And we're crawling through the pit of despair. And this is when most people quit. 
is when most people quit. But then you come out the other side and you're, oh my God, I can do this. Okay. And, and then you come out the other side, I've got this, I'm good. And then you start to dip again a little bit. And you go, shit, I thought I was through this. And then you come out even higher and even better. So the truth is entrepreneurship is, in my opinion, one of the best forms of personal and self-development and spiritual development that you can ever go through. Because truthfully, it's a lot more about who you become than the outcome that you create. So you have to go through it. You have to go through it. I have friends and mentors of mine. I have, I have a friend of mine who built a $1.2 billion company and everything he touched turned to gold. So he never went through the hero's journey. And he thought, I, you know, I never have to go through the hero's journey. I made it. And then his whole life crumbled and he lost his $1.2 billion business and he fell into his pit of despair. And that's where the hero's journey actually began. That's where he had to learn all the things that he had to learn. And he came out the other side with a nine-figure business that he truly loved and complete time freedom and a complete lack of attachment to the financial and the material and all of that sort of stuff, amazing family life and all of those sorts of things. And another, another friend of mine, David Meltzer, same thing, right? So for the people that think that everything they touch turns to gold and they never have to go through the hero's journey, they never have to go through the pit of despair, that means your pit of despair has just not come yet. That means your pit of despair has just not come yet. We expect it to work the first time. We expect everything to go well. The truth is, at some point, you're going to have to get down and dirty and crawl through the mud. Which brings me to number four. Giving up too early. Giving up too early. Now, this is, this is a really big one that most entrepreneurs give up too early simply because... Simply because they can't see it. Part of it is the expectations. Right? They get stuck in the pit of, the, pit of despair and, and turn back. But the truth is, the only way to get through hell is to go through hell. And because of this, when people get stuck in the pit of, this, pit of despair, the pit of despair is dark, it's muddy, you can't see, you, can't, you, you don't know what's going on in front of you. Right? And all logic, the problem is all logic pulls you back to safety, the things that we know. Your subconscious mind pulls you to the place that you know. This is what it does. Your, your subconscious mind was based on evolution to keep you in the familiar, keep you in the comfortable. So if you're crawling through the pit of despair and it's taking longer than you thought, your subconscious, the fear-based side, the limbic system in your brain, the amygdala is going to go, we got to turn back. We got to get back to safety. But the truth is sometimes you just had to go three more, three more feet further in the unknown. Three more feet further in the unknown and you would have struck gold. Now, this is what we call the law of latent potential. Uh, James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits. Now, imagine that you are trying to melt ice. Imagine that you are trying to melt ice, right? For those of you who don't know, ice melts at 32 degrees Fahrenheit, zero degrees Celsius, but 32 degrees Fahrenheit, right? Now, let's say you don't know what temperature ice melts at, and you're put in a cold room. The cold room is, you know, five degrees, right? And you're told you got to melt this ice. So what do you do? Well, you try to start heating up the room. You build a fire. You start stoking the fire. <laughs> you start running around the room to get your body heat going, get the room warming up. You do push-ups, doing squats, running around the room. And you do that a couple times for five minutes and, and the ice is not melting. But the temperature goes from five degrees to seven degrees to 10 degrees. But you don't know because you don't see the ice melting. There's no result. There's no result. So what do you do? You go, okay, I can stick with this. I'm gonna set the expectation that, you know, I can, I can do this for half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. So you go do half an hour, you know, run, run, run. You, you run around the room, do a bunch of push-ups, do a bunch of sit-ups, stoke the fire. <laughs> run, 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 do a bunch of push-ups, stoke the fire. <laughs> you, you do that for 30 minutes, right? Still not melting. 
Okay, well, I'm determined. I'm going to keep going. Run, 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 do a bunch of push-ups, do a bunch of squats, soak the fire. Run, 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 do a bunch of push-ups. You keep doing that. 45 minutes. An hour goes by. Now you've done it for twice as long as you were expecting to do it to begin with. The temperature has actually gone up from five degrees to 10 degrees, 10 to 20, 20 to 25, 25 to 30. But you still don't see a result. And you had the expectation that it was only going to take 30 minutes. So now you quit. And the temperature was at 31 degrees. The temperature was at 31 degrees. Now, if you had just learned to fall in love with the process of just, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be a runner. I'm just going to keep running around the room and I'm going to keep stoking the fire. And hey, eventually we'll probably get there. Well, then instead of quitting at 31 degrees, you would have kept running. You would have kept stoking the fire and all of a sudden 30, 30 degrees, 31 degrees, 32 degrees, 33 degrees, boom, the ice starts to melt. This is the law of latent potential. And this is what happens in entrepreneurship. We put in all of this work, a ton of work over the course of, of days, weeks, months, even years, building skill sets, learning new tactics, learning new tools, building ourselves. And then we don't see a result for a while. So we quit. This is the law of latent potential. This is what causes most people to stop three feet short of gold. They give up too early. Which brings me to the biggest mistake, the biggest mistake that most entrepreneurs make, which is the lack of focusing on the process and just learning to fall in love with the process, right? Most entrepreneurs focus on an outcome. I want to get to seven figures. Uh, I want to get to eight figures. I want to build a, a $500,000 a month coaching business or $500,000 a year coaching business. They focus on the outcome rather than focusing on, hey, I want to fall in love with constantly learning, constantly getting better helping more people, learning how to get them to pay me what I'm worth. I want to fall in love with that process. Now, the problem is if we only focus on the outcome, just like I mentioned, if we only focus on the outcome and it's harder than we want it to be, then we end up giving up. Think about it like running a marathon, okay? Think about it like running a marathon. Most people, when they decide to run a marathon, have no idea how hard it is. So, you know, half the people, when they decide they want to run a marathon, they just go, yep, I'm just going to go do it. So they go try to run this marathon and, and they get about, let's say, let's say, you know, let's say you just decide to run a marathon and you get like, you know, five, 10 miles in of the 26.2 K or yeah, the 26.2 miles. And you go, holy shit, this is a lot harder than I thought. And you just give up, right? I'm never going to get to that outcome. But then there's some people that, that can grit it out. They go, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Then they get to, you know, 13.1, they get to 15 miles, they get to 20 miles, they get to 25 miles, right? And they just grit it out. They hate the process. They absolutely hate the process. They despise the run. And at 26.2 miles, boom, they're done. I'm never doing that shit again. But what about the people that just learn to love running? What about those weirdos? Right? Well, for those weirdos, they just start running. And then they just don't stop. And they learn, hey, I'm enjoying this. Well, I'm tired, but I'm just going to keep going. Oh, that's five miles. I'm tired, but I'm just going to keep going. 10 miles. Well, I'm tired, but I'm just going to keep going. I'm enjoying this. 15 miles, 20 miles, 25 miles. I'm tired, but I'm going to keep going. You hit 26.2 and do you stop? You go, no, I'm, I, I love running. So I'm just going to keep going. The people who learn to love the process are the ones that always go the farthest in life. It's not about the goal. It's about learning to love the process. 
Now, this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs make. Personally, I think this is why most entrepreneurs quit too early. I also think this is why so many entrepreneurs hit a certain goal and then they fall backwards. Yet at HIC, we've consistently grown, you know, somewhere on average around 50 to 60% year over year for the last six years because I've learned to love the process. I've, I've learned to fall in love with growth, uh, uh, with getting uncomfortable, with challenging myself, with challenging our team, with pushing us to help more and more people. I've, I've learned to fall in love with that process. Now, this did not happen in the beginning. I, it probably took me two years, I'd say, to really learn how to fall in love with the process and not just focus on an outcome, not just focus on a goal. But when I really truly learned to fall in love with the process, well, now I achieve everything I've ever wanted to achieve and I have a fuckload more fun while I'm doing it. So these are the five big mistakes that I see every entrepreneur make. So if you want to avoid these, pay attention, but most likely, honestly, you're probably not going to avoid them. You're still going to do all of these things, right? So just when they do happen, remember, damn, Xander told me that was going to happen. And at least that'll make it a little bit more tolerable. That's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learned with us here today. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, head over to Amazon, grab your copy of Shit You Don't Learn in College, the book now, and we'll chat soon. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.